Radio. Are you looking for veteran resources and peer support? Objective Zero has an app for that. Download the Objective Zero app for free from the App Store or Google Play. Access wellness resources like yoga and a free year subscription to Headspace, the world's most popular meditation app. Check out veterans resources and access our nationwide network of peer support. Speak to fellow women veterans or someone in your field and branch of service. You get to choose who you want to chat with. Learn more at www.objectivezero.org. That's www.objectivezero.org. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. I am the first dick in your ear, Bonerwood, so it's going to be a hard one tonight. Now, God damn it, buddy, that's just not even fair. This is Banks Talk. This is inside the nuthouse, man. We got Sergeant Wardog. Oh, I just broke out of the rubber room, dog. The bacon man himself, oink. You are truly putting the D in the B when it comes to DV radio. Mr. Recall. I prefer to be referred to as belly and down. And don't know where the fuck Google is. I told you it's my computer, it's not me. That's exactly how I feel. We probably had a few too many to drink, you know what <laughs> 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Can I get a thimble full of sweet baby rays, please? We don't have it. Saturday's going to be even more entertaining. Illogical. We still have the DD radio store for those wondering. Shit's still there. You can buy shit. Buying shit's good, okay? Oh, we haven't even gotten there yet. You fucking got me there already. Love and military barracks talking around this smoke. How's your back feeling after that penis reduction? You're tuned in to WDVR on DVRadio.net. Because this is how it is on DV Radio. That is how it is right here on WDVR, DVRadio.net. It's December 8th, 2022. That's right. It's the middle of the week. And we haven't done one of these in a long ass time. And I've already said it's night and it's not. It's afternoon. It's 1400 Eastern time. Anyway, I'm Bonerwood. We got a full house tonight from the... From, from the frozen tundra that's got a blizzard going on, we got DV Oink. What's happening? Uh, Mr. Uh, uh, I have a lot of stories to tell you, and I'm going to tell you at the last minute. Sergeant Wardog, the crown eat marine himself. Psych Ward Gang. And the wood turner in North Carolina, my neighbor, JJ, PTS Dog. How you doing? What's up? Yes, and unblock it. Um, I, 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 somebody take over right quick. Hi, mom. Hi, Hi mom. mom. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to uh, introduce a, a special guest, uh, Gen X Dad, the General. If you are familiar with uh, Gen X Talks on TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Where else? You're like everywhere. Yeah, we try to try to be everywhere. Um, that way, you, if you only get five people watching you from each platform, you can work your way to a hundred pretty quick. So, yeah, that's the intent. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome aboard. It's great Thank to have you. you. Um, and uh, uh, I don't know, mommy's bringing Bo another hamburger or something. <laughs> anyway, so as you've probably picked up on in the little bit of pre-show that you got, we're a bunch of just dysfunctional veterans a bunch of misfits and one of the things that we really appreciate is frank speech and um frankly your bits are refreshing uh, given the uh current media environment um how'd that come about well 
first of all, I have to, I, I, just so I can understand what's going on here. It, now, the, the dude who was talking in the beginning, I heard his mom come in the room, and now he's gone. Is he grounded, or does he get to come out and play? I'm just Bo asking because I don't no, understand no. what's going on. I'm just asking. Bo's, Bo's in a wheelchair. Bo's uh, disabled, and he uh, doesn't isn't able to walk and things. And uh, his mom helps him out. He lives, you know, he's got his own room, the VA right. and everything. But mom helps him out, and um, so sometimes. Okay, I'm just asking because yeah. I no, heard no, the mom it's... voice, and then the screen went dead, and that's happened to me before. So, well, no, 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 he's not grounded. He's not grounded. So, you know, what he'll come back and tell us, oh, you know, I had to do this or that. But all right, yeah. I'm, oh no, if I got. It. If I got grounded from my mom, I'd come back with a cool story too. I would no way would I come back and say that my mom grounded me. His story should be cool or it could be lame like, you know, the dog barfed on the carpet. I don't know. It's it's Bo. We never know what's going to happen with Bo. I'm sorry about that. I will answer your question. Um, um, I guess it was about 2018 TikTok hit, hit the scene or maybe it was a little before. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. And uh, my youngest son, I've got a family of eight, four boys and four girls, and he's our youngest one. He uh, he wanted to be TikTok famous like all his friends did. And so he was trying everything. I guess he'd got his channel going. He filmed a bunch of videos. And the only he goes, his his most famous videos was uh, was a video of him with his phone in his mouth and his head tilted back so the camera could point straight ahead. And he was walking back and forth in front of a, in front of a mirror with some stupid music playing. And he goes, I got 2,000 views, Dad. I'm getting there. I'm famous. I go, you famous? You got to turn that shit. That's embarrassing. Turn that shit off. That's the kind of stuff they blackmail you with. You're out there telling people you do this? And he never got to where he wanted to be. So finally, uh, he, he actually came to me and he said, he goes, Dad, no bullshit aside, do you understand social media? Like, I want to be famous. And I said, yeah, I kind of get it, but you got to find a niche. It doesn't matter if it's a song or if it's on TV or a movie. You got to find a niche, something something that's unique, something that people can latch onto. You can't just do the same old stuff. It's very difficult to be famous doing what everybody else is doing. And uh, so for he got an idea to interview me, and I told him no. And he says, well, I want to put you on a stool with a spotlight, and I want to ask you questions, and you can just yell at me like you always do. I said, no, I'm not doing that. And he tried for six months. Finally, his mother got involved, and she said, listen, if you want to talk to Dad about something, catch him while he's working. He's got his hands full. He's kind of busy, and, you know, he'll know you have your camera. He'll see it. But just ask him a ask him a question, kind of over the shoulder, and he'll probably just answer you, and you know, and, and you tell you to get the hell out. So that's uh, – am I allowed to cuss in here? Because I don't oh, want to yeah. cuss him. No, okay. we don't fucking cuss at all. Are you kidding me? Oh, I didn't, didn't want to. I didn't want to get grounded. You know, if his mom comes back and hears me cussing, I don't want his mom to call my mom. So, hey, I mom makes careful. me. I'm a sailor, and mom makes me blush. Don't worry. About <laughs> so, um, what then? What my wife did? She goes, "I know you don't want to do that, but could you just answer his question?" And I said, "What's the question?" She goes, "I don't know." So, I guess the first one that actually he could record and worked was. Um, he asked me, uh, I was in the garage doing something. He came up and said, dad, just real quick. Uh, what's, uh, what do you think about common core math? Now I just said, I don't know. Common core math is stupid. It's like two plus two is green. And how do we all feel about it? That's common <laughs> core math. And uh, he asked me some other thing. Oh, it was a self-driving car. He goes, what do you think about 
electric self-driving cars. And I said, I totally understand that. And as soon as I see one, I'm going to put it into the fucking wall on turn four. I said, I understand. If there's a self-driving car, I get it. I will assume Skynet has taken over and I'm fucking on board. I saw Terminator. I know what to do. And I, when that cop gets there, he's, I'm going to say, don't worry. You're welcome. I got him. Is there any more out here? Get them fucking two. Give me another pickup truck. I'll get another one. And then, uh, you know, he kind of went off with it. He got... He posted it on TikTok. He got like 700,000 views. And from there, it was just a relentless five times a day of him coming up and asking me questions. And, you know, four of them, I tell him, you got to get the fuck out of my face. And then one of them, I would I would tolerate it and, you know, kind of hurry up, and get through this fucking thing. What do you want to talk about? He actually made one video where I got mad. And he goes, Dad, you know, I'm going to keep doing this all day until I get one I could post. So. If you just get through the first one with me, we can get this over with, and then you don't got to see me. I'm like, you goddamn pimp, and then you know that's that's, that's kind of how it started. So, or the that's the great. ambush videos. That's how the ambush videos started. That but is, but it's great. fun, and and you know, I see, I've I've seen a couple of you guys' lives um, just randomly because you know, I mean, I follow you, but it's not like I'm looking for your next live or anything, but I'll be flipping yeah. through scrolling and oh hey they're live and I'll watch you guys <laughs> and your relationship is marvelous. I love you. The the back and forth the banner you and your son have is great. Um so my next question would be because what we see is get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but that's I think it's important the audience understands this is banter. This is you and your son have, have built this. Yeah. And it's, it's primarily just the bit it's the you know it's the gag right there's a yeah there's there's a small aspect to my relationship with all my kids that that does get it that maybe three percent of my relationship with my kids gets into that what the fuck are you doing are you out of your goddamn mind you know that's you know i don't say that when they're eating their cheerios with their left hand versus their right hand you know i'm not i'm not insane like that but so what the kid comes up he says i want to tap into you know, that, that slice of the relationship, because I want that to be, I want that to be the norm. I want that to be what we discuss. And I'm like, well, it might be hard for me to cuss and scream at you, but I'll try. I'll give you my best effort. So uh, that's, that's, <laughs> <my> right. little. <laughs> that's kind of how that was, that was born. The questions are still uh, random and odd. And I'll tell you what he's learned to do in the last year is he'll wait till I'm discussing something with someone. Let's say I'm, I'm yelling about the woke movement or the global. I'm having an argument with somebody. As soon as I'm done, he waits about 30 minutes and comes up and says, oh, what do you think about global warming? Oh, you, you did that just because you know it's fresh in my head, you know? I've, I've he seen just, a few he of waits those. for those opportunities. Yeah, I've seen a few of those videos where he'll do that and you're like, you just asked me that because I was talking to your fucking mom about that. Yeah. It, it, those are the greatest moments. Yeah. And, and yes, it is a boring story. JJ, my mom came in here to ask me if I could unblock a number because it's the VA um, for my meds. <laughs> it's San Francisco, California. Of course I'm going to block it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bitch, you get meds from San Francisco? No, it's the uh, it's one of their headquarter bullshit. I don't know. Oh, it's yeah. it's that bullshit where you order online and they're like, "Oh, are you sure you're gonna need all this and the the fucking checkup shit?" Because yeah, I, I have the I have the home based healthcare bullshit. But yeah, um, okay, and no, you that, can make talking sh- about go ahead. idiots and and kind of bureaucratic idiots. This I've been meaning to ask you <laughs> um, if if anybody who pays attention to your videos. We know you live in California. 
where common sense goes to get murdered in a back alley. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yet you are a, a, an unabashed advocate for common sense. Yeah. How the fuck are you not just it's shooting it's, uh, people on the freeway? I mean, come <laughs> on. it's not easy because everywhere, even it's, it's to the point now. And I always, I know this is dumb and lame, but I always reference uh, the only point of reference I have, which is 30 years ago. It wasn't like this. You could walk yeah. into a store and I try to tell, I, 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 this is what I use in arguments now. I bring it back to common sense. I say, when I'm in a grocery store yelling at somebody or they're yelling at me, they brings up some fucking thing. They know who I am. They start an argument on purpose and you, you, you're discussing it with them and it gets heated. And I said, you know what? I said, do you call, do you say yes, sir? Yes, ma'am. Anymore? Do you hold the door open for people? Do you have respect? These are just the things that I grew up with 30 years ago, which makes it hard for me to walk out and go to a grocery store, go into a Walgreens around people like you, mm-hmm. because it used to be a pleasant experience. You could see your neighbors and you'd say hi to people in the store. Now I'm just wondering if I can get to the store without one of you idiots coming out and talking out your ass. Yeah. And it didn't used to be that way. It did not used to be that way. So in California, everywhere you go, uh, as, as soon as you hear a discussion, you're part of a discussion it automatically is nine versus one because they all feel the same way that liberals feel today. And they're ready to attack you. Most of them with just, just catchphrases. They don't know what they're talking about. They just bombard you with catchphrases. Yeah. But yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult to be around uh, just grocery store people, gas stations, because they, they start shit all the time. They want to argue. So yes, in that respect, it is kind of hard. Does that keep you from going out as much in public these days? Um, no, not really. Um, the, you know, the whole the whole coronavirus thing and just, yeah. you know, coronavirus was it was a real thing. You know, it mm-hmm. got people sick. It did happen. And I didn't want to get sick. One of my good friends who's a doctor in Reno and he's way up, way, way, way up in the charts at Reno. He called me and said, look, coronavirus is a real thing and it's looking for you. And I said, what do you mean it's looking for me? He goes, he goes, you're fat, you're old, and you don't eat very well. You're not healthy. He goes, Corona's going to find you, and it's going to kill you. And I said, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. I said, you tell me to go get vaccinated? He goes, no, I'm not telling you to go get vaccinated. I'm telling you, keep your house as clean as you can. Keep away from people as, as much as you can. Yeah. You know, just just don't don't go down without a fight. So we did a lot of – we initiated a lot of protocols. Anybody comes into my house, they they wash their hands. They Purell. You know, we, we do what we can to stay as clean as we can. That kept me from going out for a long time quite a bit just because I didn't want to right. you know, grab a shopping cart and then, you know, get sick. Um, but I just haven't gone back out as much now. Now it's more of a habit. I don't go out as much just because I got in that routine. But that but being afraid of talking to people doesn't. In fact, if you ask my wife, she would tell you that's why I go out. She goes, you need to go argue with somebody. So you're telling me you're going to the gas station or you're going to the grocery store. You don't need to. You just you got to get this fixed. That's what she says. But, you know, I love it. She's on medication. So who knows? <laughs> um, well, I love I definitely love the interaction between you and your wife when uh, your son does post those videos, because I showed one to my wife where she uh, was asking about the little blue pill or your her response was the little blue pill. Yeah. And my wife just about lost her shit as well. And I'm like, it's like perfect couple right there, because it's like every couple goes through that shit. It's like we, we just busted up laughing. So I love the interaction between you and the wife. You really want to hear hear beat me up? You should listen to some of our podcasts. The last like seven or eight episodes, the kid's been gone, so it's just been us. 
and there's been almost no script. We just point the microphones at each other and, and we yell one, two, three, go. And yeah. it's it's just a brain man. It's just no been kidding. interacting on, on whatever's going on that day. And he's getting the most views and the highest ratings. And go, what are people listening to? He goes, Dad, they're listening to you and mom argue and talk about life. And I go, They all have their own problems. They don't want to be listening to mine. Are you kidding me? <laughs> And she gets the better of me every podcast. I haven't won one of those yet. <laughs> you know, brave man for putting the mic on and doing that, and a big man for admitting that she wins. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Story my well. He did one on compromise. He did a have you guys seen that? He did a ambush video on compromise and asked me how I stayed married for so long. And I said, I said, and an old man told me this a long time ago. Marriage is all about compromise. Let me give you an example. One day, your mom wanted a dog really bad, said, we're getting a dog. And I said, no, we're not. Put my foot down. But we're not getting a dog. We don't need a dog. So we compromised, and we got a dog. <laughs> exactly. Yep, it's marriage. Yep, that's marriage. Yep, From what's mine there. is hers. What's hers is hers. Yep, exactly. I understand that totally. Yes, 110%. <laughs> then you got to deal with what oint calls the outlaws instead of the in-laws, right? No, well, the difference between outlaws and in-laws, at least outlaws are wanted. You know what I'm saying? So, damn it, man! Oh, I'm glad I'm not married anymore. I'm glad that's gone for now, at least. Um, how has uh the whole Gen X talks uh, uh persona or or gag or, or business, if you will, how has that brought all of you together better, worse, made things? Ah, yeah, both. Um, the, the, the beginnings of it, um, the beginnings of it, I, I wasn't part of it all, um, other than just, you know, when the camera gets pointed Mm -hmm. and it was actually, I think, I don't think I've ever told this story. It was actually, he uploaded all of his stuff. One time he uploaded everything he had, from um from six or seven months or eight months of of TikTok, he downloaded it and put it up on YouTube. And so all these videos, there's you know sixty or eighty videos just sitting there on YouTube doing nothing. And he had a YouTube channel that he he never even went on. And I sat down last November a year ago, and I said I was just happened to be looking at it. And I go, what are you doing with this? And he said, I don't know nothing. I said, well. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm not working right now. Let me, can I play with the YouTube site? Can I try to organize it and, you know, re, you know, put new pictures on for you and stuff, just clean it up. And he goes, yeah. So I started cleaning it up the two weeks into November and I just reorganized everything, put them in playlists. And I didn't really did change the logos and put some stuff, pictures up there. And, and, you know, there's a community section on YouTube. I didn't even know that. Mm -hmm. I had no idea you could put other stuff up there. So two weeks into it, and then all of a sudden, I get an email uh, around the 10th of, of December, and it said, you earned $2,400 on YouTube. And I went, for what? What do we do? You know? <laughs> and then I went back, and I had to go find out. And they said, well, you're, we, they, 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 you put up your, your short videos. They don't pay you by view. They're, they're going to, but they don't, they didn't at that time. Right. And it was just a bonus program. And I'm like, wow, that was pretty cool. And they said, plus, um, you, you did click on the button for some advertising on some of these. So there's a couple dollars here and there. And you had, you know, a hundred videos. So, you know, really $2,000 isn't much for a hundred videos, but I started to see the potential of what he was already doing. Right. And I said, okay, do you mind if I kind of, let me just dive into the YouTube side and see if I can, 
you know, I'll just, you're going to school. I'll pay attention to this. And, uh, the, then the second month we, he, we tripled the money in YouTube. And then he, all of a sudden it came together with him and his mother and I, and he sat down and said, okay, what dad's done on YouTube, I want to do on Facebook. I want to do on Instagram. And it was a slow, slow mind numbing process. If you think it was just turn on the light switch and the money comes in, that is not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but he said we, at the time, when January, he said, we have uh, 5,000 people following us on YouTube on the personal page. I think he had 6,000 on the business page. Both of those are ne- – well, one year later, both of them are over 100,000, and it, everything is growing incrementally. And he's that became the business side of it, like, okay, what's your job? What's my job? The kid takes the things that he does. Um, his mother helps him post all the nostalgia Picture, you know, the same stuff Facebook steals from everybody yep. and they all pass it around and we see them on all the pages. They're very common. You know, once in a while you see something new. That's what she does. Mm-hmm. She works with him to post all the nostalgia, the little memes and the gifts and all that. Then I try to keep things organized. We even there's now staff meetings. We have Zoom calls with staff meetings because we have moderators. We have production <laughs> people that help. They're all volunteers, too. They all just yep. want to. They're all just helping out. Well, that was the good part. until it got so busy, people started getting behind and the kid's not pulling his weight or I'm not doing something. I suppose now the fun part is over and now the business part's taken over. And now, now there's fighting going on because things aren't getting done, Mm. you know, and, and, and we're trying to do, and and everyone's putting stuff on each other's plates. My wife would come up and say, here's, here's the 10 new things we're doing. And you're doing all 10 of them. Like, what the fuck am I doing all these for? Why don't you do some of them? Give the kids some, why am I doing it? Yeah. And it, it, we went through that phase and we just got through that in about August. We finally found a way to compartmentalize those things. But I'm telling you, you want to talk about a learning curve for a family that I would have never in my wildest dreams expected. I would have been part of social media in any aspect at all. In fact, two or three years ago, when someone said they had a job in social media, I laughed. I'm saying, you don't have a fucking job. You got a camera and a computer. You don't have a job. Go get a real fucking job. Right. I was wrong. <laughs> Completely wrong about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's a side that I think a lot of people don't see of creators or, or whatever you want to call them on YouTube and Facebook. Cause a lot of them do start out like that. They're working on it. What? half a day here, half a day there for months on end, making hundreds of videos. And then there's that one video. It's always that one video that, that goes viral or, or gets shared enough to the right people and it, and it latches on and it, it sort of feels like that's sort of what happened to you guys. Is that sort of what happened or in TikTok? It was his dead horse video. Um, and I don't know if you guys have seen that one that he got, that but, by far and away put him on the map on TikTok. So I'm not going to lie. I refer to TikTok as click clock, click cock because <laughs> I will not use it. I don't have it on any device. I won't look at it. I don't do it. The way I watch those videos is if somebody shares it on Facebook or it just happens to be in a compilation that I come across on YouTube. Right. So I have well, no clue. <laughs> that'll, that brings up a point about that. Now, on TikTok, he did this video. I was fucking so angry i'm lit my face is red i got a vein in my forehead screaming at him in this video and he gets 26 million views on this one video and that propelled him so 
This is when this is about when he said, "Okay, let's take these videos and let's let's make this our flagship video. Let's put it up on YouTube." Gets no views on YouTube, like nothing. Mm-hmm. Facebook was kind of, and we began to learn that there's a completely different audience everywhere you go. Yep. You can put up something on on Facebook that does really well, put the same video on 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 YouTube or on TikTok or Instagram, you get completely mixed results. In fact. I doubt we have any one single video that is exceedingly well on every platform. Right. I'm blown away by the different uh, people on the, the 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 way they think on different platforms. It's ab- that was one of the most eye-opening things I'd ever even heard of. I had no idea. What so about, that's the, you I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say there you asking was one video, you always say there's one video that blows you up and gets you going. It it did on TikTok mm-hmm. and it didn't even make a dent in the other ones. Mm-hmm. Well, regarding, you know, the different audiences, do you see a big difference in age groups on the different platforms? Um, well, it most it, generically, yes, you get an age group that likes you because they relate. Right. You get younger kids that don't like you because they don't relate. So they don't yeah. watch. So I can only go by the age groups and their responses and their comments that do watch. Mm-hmm. And they're very like-minded. There are so many, there is so many early millennials that think like Gen X and tell me, they'll write me emails or comments saying, do not refer to me as a millennial. I'm yeah. sorry I was born at that time, but I don't think that way. I don't act that way. But mm-hmm. you know, there, so there's a the age groups that watch us, they think like us, even even Generation Z. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mean there is hope. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, oh, you know, there's a, uh, there is. I, I think well, we, were, we were talking about that not too long ago, you know, with, um, Tony, uh, Tony price, a gold star ride, you know, what we see in media is not what's happening in everyday life. Like, yeah. you know, there for a while you could walk out on your front step and there was riots happening. No, that's not how it was happening. And, and no. I think that's a, a big, uh, myth, if you will, for lack of a better term. And I think there are more out there that actually have that mind frame than what we can perceive if you just pay attention to social media or media in general. I would agree with that completely. Yeah. How does and that that leads me to to another question and and I think it's important. Um the reason I follow you and the reason I wrote as I watch you is because I relate to you. I'm a wood turner. My TikTok channel is all about wood turning. So I don't talk about the things, those things, you know, because I got to have an audience somehow. And if I start talking about my conservative values and common sense and the way things were, you know, 30 years ago, I'd lose my audience because they just want to see wood turning. But you actually are out there saying the things that many, many of us just shut up and don't say. And so my question is, you've talked a little bit about backlash. You've talked a little bit about people picking fights in public. I have seen a lot of very ugly situations because people speak their mind and liberals specifically don't like it. And so they threaten them and they, and they dox them and they do things like that. Have you had to deal with that kind of stuff? Well, I haven't had to deal with anybody getting into like my past and my 
what I do currently to try to go find out who I do business with or who I trade with, or I haven't had to deal with any, any, anything at that level where someone's looked me up. Hence is one of the reasons that I try to look, I try to make sure that my name isn't out there as much as possible because it just makes it easier for people to do that kind of stupid shit, which you can, it's not hard to find anybody. You you can find anybody if you want to. Um, but there's things you can do in person, in public that kind of, if you see a situation developing where there's like, you know, first of all, if there's four or five people that are getting angry with you and they're, they're guys, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty big guy. I probably can't fight anymore because I'm 400 pounds, but I'm intimidating <laughs> looking. So that that's number one. People go, well, maybe we won't, <laughs> we won't get physical with this particular guy. Now you get 10, 15, 20 people. They don't care. And then you have to remind people, say, I see the way you, I, I will stop and tell people, I see the way you're looking. You're thinking you're going to kick my ass. And I want to tell you why that's not a good idea. First of all, I'm really old and I'm really fat. And all you're going to accomplish is you're going to be known as the, the person who beat up the old fat guy. Wow. Aren't you tough? You know, or if on the off chance I kick your ass, the old fat white guy kicked your ass. There's no there's no website for you here, my friend. Go, so get that get that eye of the tiger look out of your face and put it away because I've seen it before. You know, you, you, there's certain, you know, you can make light of a situation. You can bring things around and, and use some levity with it to try to uh, try to defuse a situation if it's going sideways. But I haven't had any of those situations, you know, like Louder with Crowder and those guys where they go to a, a university. They're swamped. Yep. I mean, I'd probably get my ass kicked in six minutes in university because they wouldn't care. They're protected. You know, I came into I came as an adversary to their campus, I'd probably be have my my ass whooped, but it's not so in a Walgreens. I'm not going after anybody in Walgreens. It just kind of happens, you know, in a store. So there's there's things to be careful of, and there's things that you walk away from. But um, I don't. Uh, I, I I never I never stop a conversation. You know, I don't I don't shy away from that. I just no no one's took a swing at me yet, so we're we're good so far. <laughs> Let's knock yeah, on some wood here. You have to say yet, you know. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, though, in this in this day and age, that yet has to be included in there. There are people who let their feelings run them so much that they forget that you know, out in the real world, off the screen, you. When you and I were growing up, I'm going to assume we're roughly the same age. I'm 50. When you and I were growing up, you said some of the shit people say on screen, you'd get poked in the nose. Yeah. Well, and that was helpful, wasn't it? Didn't it, oh, didn't yeah. it make people think twice before they did it again? It, exactly. Yeah. You didn't say stupid shit right to someone's face. And, you, and a lot of times didn't say it behind their back because they'd find you and poke you in the nose, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me and my mom were just well, talking about the other day, you know, growing up and versus then versus now you can't whoop a child today because it's abuse. And I'm going to tell you right now, if my mama hadn't whooped my ass, I I wouldn't have learned nothing. I wouldn't have learned a damn thing. There's no way. And that's another reason I, I have no quote unquote connections with my dad. He would just be like, okay, whatever. You know? And it's like, really? You know, and I look back on it. He never taught me shit. Not that he's tried to talk to me in what almost 20 years, but that's <laughs> is the point. My mom whooped my ass. And the first time I lied, she whooped my ass. And I ne- I've not lied to her since. I remember the day she whooped my ass for that. Like I can, I can remember every whooping I ever got. Not that I was a bad kid, but. It's, it's like she said, there's times when you need to spank that youngin's ass. 
not beat it the child. It sticks with you. Yes. I think it yeah. sticks with you. So you remember, you think about it. You know, if you reach for the if you reach for the cookie jar and mm-hmm. someone smacks your hand, the next time you go to reach for that cookie jar, you remember that sting right as your hand's getting close and you think twice. I, yep. I think that's the, the basics of how it works. Yep. Pain that, retains. Yes. That, Pain that lump retains. in your throat you get when you see that belt come out because you know you're about to cry your ass off <laughs> one way or the other. Well, I think that's that's why we've got this 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 rift in society is somewhere along the lines around the late nineties, early two thousands, all of a sudden mm-hmm. consequences became abuse. Yep. Yeah. And, and for for some reason they made this turn where, oh no, you can't spank your child, that's abuse. Yeah. And no, it was immediate consequences that got through on a visceral level that a that a child who's not operating operating intellectually could understand. It's not abuse. Yeah. You know, when you say, hey, if you touch that, it's going to burn your hand and the child keeps reaching, do yeah. you slap their hand away or do you let them burn themselves? Either way, they get consequences. One does less damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I agree with you. 100%. I do. I'm with you on that. Hey, um, can I mention an ass whooping story real quick? Please do. Oh, yeah. I love your stories. <laughs> All right. Especially mama's listening, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm seven years old. Mother tells me because of something I did, when I get back from school, she's going to, you know, tear that ass up. Right? Yep. Uh, I get off the school bus. I convince a friend of mine to walk about four to six miles away to the mall. So... We walk off to the mall, and then the plan was whenever we got hungry, we go to the food court for tasters. Whenever we got thirsty, we go to Barney's Coffee and get uh, get tasters there, right? Mm-hmm. Try to get a job at uh, KB Toys. You know, I went in there seven years old asking them, hey, can I work there, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, long story short. Long story short, a parent happened to see us walking around the mall and thought we were lost. So she reports, you know, to security there. <clears throat> security walks up to my buddy and I. My buddy just busts up or, you know, breaks down. He's like, sir, we ran away. Sir, you know, we ran away. Is the news going to be here? Are the cops going to be here? <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, you know, so security notifies the police. Police take me back home. I still get that ass whooping. <laughs> and I went through all of it to defeat. And, uh, yeah, here I am standing to this day. Right? How many of you guys remember one of your parents? Or my grandmother used to get mad and tell, go get me a switch. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember being about eight going, you know, I went out there to get a switch, and I thought, this is dumb. Yes, and I picked up the biggest log I could carry and brought it in and set it down on the picnic table in the patio. And looked at my grandma like, "Go on now." She could, she was about five foot two, about eighty eight pounds. I said, "Pick that thing up." You try to smack me with that and see how tough you are. My grandfather came out of nowhere and knocked my ass out. I never even saw him. He just hit me. I woke up going, "What the fuck was that?" My grandpa was over me going. You do that again to your grandma, I'm going to hit you again. Now you go get that switch. I went out there and got a switch. Here you go. I'm sorry. Whip my ass before grandpa hits me again. Now, today that would be child abuse, but that was exactly what I needed for disrespecting my grandmother. I mean, I needed that 100%. 
Yep. Yeah. Never acted that way again. That's what I like about the quote unquote whooping law here in North Carolina. As long as you don't leave a mark that lasts for 24, more than 24 hours, it's not abuse. You're, 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 uh, you're parenting. And I know, I think it was, ah, it's got, it had to have been at least a decade ago now. Some neighbor of one of our family members called the cops because they were whooping their child. And the cop shows up and he's like, they, he does the talk and they do all their bullshit with the cops and on. He's like, they done nothing wrong. He, they, they whooped their child. They were making them mind. That's all they were doing. They didn't try to kill them. They didn't try to murder them. They didn't try to beat the shit out of them. All they did was try to make them understand you can't do this. That's it. I don't remember yeah. where or when. But it was, you know, within the last 25 or 30 years, mm-hmm. uh, it might have been Colorado. You could call the police. And they'd whoop your child for you. Yeah. Really? Like, they'd whoop your child. Which, talk about scared straight. A cop fucking pulls off. <laughs> Shit, I'm done. I'm not robbing anymore. I'm not stealing any more candy from a, from a five and dime. I'm done, you know? That's interesting. You said that the rule is you can't leave a mark on them. You know, or the mark has to go away in 24 hours. I, yeah. I'd never heard of that. And the first, I know, it's, I know it's wrong. I know it's stupid. It's backwards in my head. But first thing that popped into my head when you said you can't leave a mark for twenty four hours, cops used to punch me with a phone book. They put a phone book on your head and hit you, and it hurt just as bad as getting hit. But it never left a mark. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, all right. Every time I'm gonna smack my kid around, let me grab a phone book. Not even one. Because the re- cops in here right now. Go look. He's fine. I remember. <laughs> We had one of those parent teacher conferences thing where for those that don't know what ours is like, you literally had to sit down in front of your teacher with your parent back in the day that there was, there was nobody else in the room. It was your teacher and your mom and dad or mom, you and whatever. And I forget what I had done. I might've forgot to do a worksheet or homework or it was something minute to me, right? But to the teacher and to my mom, it was pretty big. It's education. You, you need to do your education. And it it got to the 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 topic of acting out and and making jokes and and you know disrupting class and all that. And my mom pretty much said, "Well, if, if you need to spank his ass, spanking." <laughs> I never first principal in elementary school had a paddle. Yeah, yeah, and he used it with holes oh, yeah, in it. We, with yeah, holes I went to Village it. Christian in Sun Valley, California, and up until about third grade, they had ping pong paddles they would spank you with. Yeah, you know, and they yeah. wouldn't just hit you like they take you into there was there was two classrooms had an adjoining little closet, let's say, you know, for, for crafts and things that the two classrooms shared, they take you in there and shut both doors and smack you five times. And then you go back out, but, oh yeah, they, they, they'd hit you. I grew up getting spanked at school. The ones, the the paddles (laughs) they had at my school, they weren't ping pong paddles. These bastards were an inch and a half thick and they looked like a miniature cutting board with a handle. Yeah. My principal had (laughs) holes drilled into my principal had a hickory paddle. It was about three feet long, about an inch thick, with holes drilled through it. That motherfucker whistled. Every and time. Cricket bat. Not that bad. Nope, nope. <laughs> These were ping pong paddles, and they hurt. I don't. Oh, I can't even imagine getting hit with one like that. No. The other <laughs> no, thing no, he, that I'll never forget the sound of 
in the classroom, if you were doing something stupid, that fucking yardstick across a child's hands, that oh, shit yeah. right there. We talking about the yeah. old wooden ones that had that little metal yeah. strip across it, too. Oh, and my, yeah. I ain't never heard a slap like that in my entire life. That's the, My sixth grade teacher had a wiffle bat. Those yellow yep. wiffle yep. bats. Yep. He'd come by with that and whack. He was like, God damn it. <laughs> I had a teacher in seventh grade who we called the ape man. He literally was built like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, this dude was a fucking just cast iron fucking monster. And we had this one kid who just poked the bear, poked the bear, poked the bear, poked the bear. Scrawny little, you know, uh, heavy metal kid hair down to his butt and he just wouldn't stop. And one day uh, I got, I can't remember his name because we all called him ape man. One day he just was like, that's enough. He fucking grabbed the front of his shirt and lifted him up with one arm straight up out of his desk and pushed him against the wall and said, (laughs) take your ass to the office and don't come back. Dropped him. And I've never seen any, that kid's eyes were as big as fucking sausage. He was like, Oh, because nobody ever thought he'd do anything about it. And he didn't get in trouble. The principal yeah. knew this kid was a problem, you know, and, and yeah. I mean, everybody knew this kid was a problem. Turns out that kid ended up being a murderer and he's spending his, the rest of his life in jail. You know? Jesus. And, um, uh, I got kicked out of my private school and I had to go to a public school in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. My seventh grade year, I got kicked out. It, complete misunderstanding, not my fault, just so you know. And uh, <laughs> ended up in a public school. And that was an eye-opening experience my first week there. We had homeroom. I don't know if you, in private school, mm-hmm. we didn't have homeroom. Public school, we had a yeah. homeroom. It was a class we went to. And this teacher was one of those big guys, never said anything hardly at all. But some kid was messing with it. My first week there, he threw him out the window. He walked him over to the window and just threw him straight out the window, closed the window and said, don't come back. That was, that was one of my introductions to public school. I'm like, I looked around going, I am in way over my head here. (laughs) Scared straight for real shit. Oh Oh, Lord. Now I I know uh, we've thrown around calling you the general and Gen X dad. Um, Just to make it clear to everybody, you're not a veteran and you've never served, correct? Oh no, not at all. I I, um, I I got as close as you could get to serving without serving, without going in, and then um, I just never did. It would have benefited me. I'd have been a better person had I served at least, even if it was just you know two to four years in something. I would have saved myself a lot of pain and agony. I would have been a much better person all around. But no, I did not. The the word general is an honorary title at best. And it came from a night when we had a three-hour live stream. It was close to midnight. Everybody was drunk. And <laughs> somebody had said, this is, uh, somebody said, um, I can tell you, come and do one of your live streams. I look in here. It's, it's always the same, you know, 40, 50, 80, 100 people. It's the same names. You guys are like a cult. I'm like, okay, we're a cult. We're drunk. We're, I mean, I couldn't even remember what happened. I had to go play it back the next day. And it's a live a visual live stream. And I said, okay, we're, we're a cult. Well, then someone says, well, we, we need a name. If we're a cult, we got to have a name. So drunk people running around, it was Generation X. It was like, well, we're, uh, we're the Legion of X. And yeah, then we can all be extras with an X. No E. Take the E off. We're extras <laughs> in the Legion of X. Then someone said, well, you have to have a name. You, our leaders got to have a name. Like, oh, someone came up with a general. Generation X, General X. It fit as a general. The next time I did a live stream, everybody came in saluting. And I go, what are you doing? You're the general. They go, 
who's the general? You are. Did you not? Don't you remember the live stream? I go, no, I really don't. I had to go back and watch it and go, are you? That's a silly thing, but it stuck. Once it was out there, then it stuck. And then everybody was, they come into the live stream saluting, saying the general. Then I have to go explain that I am not a general. I was never in the military. <laughs> then I feel like the horse's ass because now I'm, I'm, I've got a title that I didn't earn or deserve. <laughs> what happens when you drink? So there you go. Uh, JJ's trying to get make your you... car insurance or your warranty. You know, that's all he does. <laughs> <laughs> you fit in, we can give you the honorary title. <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I think we already mentioned, you know, he is basically an honorary DV at this point. I mean, shit, there, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, that's what's funny is you've taken what, what uh, we do this every Saturday night where we do the same shit. We fucking blast pop culture and cancel culture and woke bullshit. And we fucking just tear it apart. And, uh, it's like, man, this is, I mean, you're our people. This is, this is the same crowd. I can you know? tell we fit. We are all on the same island of misfit toys. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, definitely. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like, God, we're not the only ones. There are others of us out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, remember that, I remember that first video I sent everybody in, in host chat. Everybody was like, oh, we got to get this guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, already sent the email. <laughs> and By the and, way, I was promised a sandwich. That's what I work for is food, as you can tell. <laughs> so somebody better make a sandwich. Somebody call Jimmy that. John's quick. <laughs> well, I, I want to... Uh, give props to your wife because I already started an email correspondence with you and I had ordered uh, a few things from your store and I had ordered something for my mom, the certificate for Christmas. She doesn't know about it. She's not in here, so I can say it. Well, yeah, she's listening. You're busted. <laughs> right. Um, your wife was updating me on when, you know, everything was getting shipped and this, that, and the other. And I was like, um, looking forward to having you on if you know you're able to do so this that and the other and then it turned into this whole thing where me and her are scheduling bringing you on the show that's all i get is a list of what i'm doing this morning she got me up early she goes you got to get all your shit done that you normally take till two and i go why she goes you got that uh, dv radio podcast at 11 i go is that today? And she goes, yeah, check your schedule. I go, I have a schedule. She goes, never mind. Just do what I tell you. So now this is no life. she will put sticky notes on my computer as I sit down here with my instructions for what I'm supposed to be doing as a reminder. And it'll be like at 10 o'clock at 11 o'clock at 12 o'clock. And then she'll say, she'll go get your shit done. And that's, that's how I go. I, I, there, and she, the worst part is she doesn't tell me what it's about. I did a podcast the other day. With some, there's some, guys that are trying to get a retro serial podcast and I get, they got like 600 people that follow them. So they're just getting started and their stuff is about, they talk about retro stuff. The guy got on there and the guy says, Oh, we just did a, we just did a Halloween special on, um, we did a podcast uh, on, on serial, you know, we're retro serial. We did count chocula and blueberries and Frankenberries and we tied it into Halloween. I go, oh, that's pretty cool. So that's what I think we're talking about is nostalgia from the seventies and eighties. And it's usually with three or four people. This guy gets me on there and goes, I'm the only one here today. I don't want anybody else around. And we're, we're, we're not talking anything about what we normally talk about. I hope you're prepared to talk about politics and today's culture. I'm like, that is completely not what your, your, your program is about. 
I didn't study for that. I, I told him in in his podcast, which he probably cut out. I said when the when he's when he's doing the actual recording, I said, you know, I was reading up on Cheerios and Twix bars before this program. You you, you did not tell me that, that it was this. So with you guys, I said, what are we talking about? Or do I even get to know? She goes, who cares? Just wing it. I'm like, how can I just wing it? She did That's so we do every week. <laughs> I know I'm getting off on a rant, but this is no, on my mind. I'm so fucking pissed. She sat me down right at Thanksgiving. We're having a be- one of the most beautiful Thanksgivings we've ever had. You, no one fighting. Everyone got along. It was great. And she hands me a piece of paper. She goes, I have a new idea. We'll start the 12 days of Christmas on December 1st, and you're going to do a live stream every day. You're going to simulcast on YouTube and Facebook at the same time, and we're going to bring everybody in, and there's a different topic for every day. I said, all right, that, that sounds tough, but, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. What, you know, and I look at the list, and I go, this, I read 12 things real quick and handed it back to her. The second day, she said, okay, you make sure you're ready to go for tonight. I said, what's the topic? What's today's the second day of Christmas, she goes, it's music. I go, music. She goes, Christmas music. I go, you know, I can't play any Christmas music or we get copyright infringement. You can't just, I can't just play stuff on the live stream. I'm, I'm not allowed to. Mm-hmm. She goes, well, you'll think of something. <laughs> I said, how the fuck am I? That's like telling someone, do an entire television show on the color blue, but don't ever show the color blue. <laughs> how the fuck would you do that? I go, what, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I just the, the, this, the stuff she does to me she's like you know you she just taps you on the ass and goes you got this big boy and off she goes <laughs> and then, but, you know the dancing bear has to get up there and perform and, and not look like a fucking idiot I gotta, ah, I gotta make sorry. mention of this no I gotta make mention of this one you and her are like DV6 and Google who is our owners basically of DV <laughs> yeah. all together and, and, and their husband and wife, she has to remind him of everything. And then I have to do all the emails for him if she can't do them. Cause he's got like a crippled hand and shit where somebody almost killed him years ago, which was an ex of all things. <laughs> and then your ranting reminds me of me when Google's on here doing her junk in the news on the most retarded absolute dumb shit that's going on in this world for example oh i don't know the lady who used a vacuum up her vagina to clean her period like stupid shit like that (laughs) she brings that in our stupid junk in the news and expects me to you know just go with it and i'm like what (laughs) how do you go with something like that (laughs) okay i'll remain silent you go with it and i can't she knows i can't that's the thing right she knows i can't keep my mouth shut so everybody now wants me to wear this heart monitor on saturday nights when google's on to see what my (laughs) blood pressure is at when she does the fucking news i mean how high can it go (laughs) I'm going to tell you, man, Jesus Christ. No, I'm with you. I get that feeling. I get that. <laughs> she does, she does things on our, on a live stream. Sometimes she'll have a camera on herself. And then I, I got this really fucking cool thing, which makes me look really cool. I don't know if you guys ever use one in, in live stuff it's called the stream deck uh, the and stream you program deck. it and you can just click it and it goes from whatever scene you want. It goes from just me to be right back to two of us to three of us. It's really simple to use. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes she'll have a camera in there and I can, she'll say something, I'll click on it. 
but I've learned what she does with that camera and a microphone. It's like a drive-by shooting. <laughs> she just comes in for eight seconds and lights me up with something and then turns off her mic. And I'm sitting there going, oh, well, it reminded me of what you said about the, the vacuum. Because she'd come in and said something like, you know, there's a story where some fat guy cut himself open and used a Hoover vacuum to try to suck out his fat. Oh, Click off God. goes the mic and she's done. And I'm like, <laughs> um, what well, I, 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 I hope the guy's skinnier after he gets out of the emergency room. What am I supposed to say when you when you just let something fly and then you leave? Oh, Lord. That's <sighs> that's our Saturday night. That's every Saturday night with us because we don't. We used to have a script when DV Six was able to come on, and and DV Six he uh, he he he's done a lot. He's ran the DV Farm, which is a nonprofit up in Gilson, New Hampshire, uh, for addicted and, and homeless veterans, and and the, it it got to the point where it was taking its toll on him because it's only him and her now, and uh, we used to have a an outline if you will and he would do the first 20 minutes and we'd go to break this is back when we had a music license and we would play music and have a break and uh he'd speak for the first 20 minutes and then we'd do our guest if we had one after the first break and then we'd come back we'd do stupid junk in the news and then we'd end and then he would be on that night at two o'clock in the afternoon but then when the show came around he had already went to sleep and that's where the joke comes. He didn't take his blue pill because he couldn't stay up. <laughs> and it got to the point, it got to the point where I was doing all the DV farm updates, all the store updates, all the social media updates. And I was like, you know what? Fuck the outline. Fuck having an itinerary. We're just going to fucking improvise. And. We are where we're at now. We we don't pay for a music license anymore because that shit is so expensive. <laughs> and we don't make money on this. We pay more of it out of pocket than we make on it. But that's uh we don't care. Cause uh well, that's a I agree with you. You completely one hundred percent going off script sometimes relieves you of the responsibility mm -hmm. of following the timeline. Now, the downside of that is, as you know, is you, you, you got to come up with stuff. Yes. You got to keep people interested. <laughs> yes. so, 52 weeks a year. <laughs> I have no idea why. I mean, you guys must've had me on to kill your ratings. That's, that's the only thing I can figure. <laughs> do you have any people hit the unsubscribe button during this, during this podcast? Do you, do you even imagine you're going to get a call from corporate going, what the fuck are you guys doing? We've had 30% of the people unsubscribe in the last half hour. Well, well you know, losing, losing, losing one person is not going to hurt us. We're, we're fine. <laughs> we, look, we still have the other three. So I was going to say, we, we still have three left. Um, we actually have five listeners right now. <laughs> listening live and one of them's in germany <laughs> well good that he doesn't understand what we're saying because we're not speaking german so he's good he's safe. we're fine um oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Oh, for Christ's sake. You know, another thing I get yelled at for reading comments during live streams. Really? I get, yeah, I get big creators that are constantly trying to lower themselves, bend their knee and give me some of their time graciously to help me along in my endeavor. And they'll email me or they'll text me if they've got my number. Say, so you got to quit reading comments. 
Don't read the comments. Get on with your show. <laughs> stick to your format and just go. And I'm like, I don't have a format. If someone says something in the comments, then I reply to it. Yep. Then I say stuff. They reply in the comments. Now it's kind of a conversation as much as is possible, you know, during a right. live stream. But it's interactive. And he's like, yeah. no, you're never going to oh, go yeah. anywhere. You're never going to get anywhere if you do that. I'm like, well, then fuck it. I'm never getting anywhere. I'm going to say <laughs> you're I right like now. it in the comments. I like. What? I feel like we're sitting around a bar. You know, we're right. drinking, we're talking, you guys are saying stuff, I'm saying stuff back. I That's what it feels like to me, as much as possible in here. Yeah. That's the feeling I get, and I get chastised for that all the time. I'm going to tell you right now, we've DV Radio has been around since 2014, and I took over in October of 2015. And the thing that sets us apart from any other podcast or live veteran, whatever you want to fucking call them, is we have a chat, we talk to the people in the chat, and DV radio is them. It's theirs. Yeah. They make yep. this show. Without them, we don't have a reason to sit here and banter because it's just as much our therapy as it is their therapy. It's as sure. much as, uh, it's as much for us to laugh our demons away for two hours every week as it is for them to forget their demons for two hours and laugh them away. Um, I agree. Personally, I had rather sit here and have two loyal listeners every week that get something from it than to have 500 that don't understand where we're coming from and don't understand what the show's about that chastise me. Right. And I I did get a comp. Go ahead. I'm sorry. uh, No, you're fine. The the emails we've gotten over the years and I, I made mention of this on our last show. Um, we've had people email us, Hey, Barrett's talk helped me when my spouse died. Barrett's talk is the reason or the show because it needs to be called Barrett's talk. Um, I would stay sober on the weekend to hear the show so I could get through the weekend and go to work on Monday. That's, that's my paycheck. That's our paycheck. You know, it's not the million followers. It's not the Joe Rogan uh, following. I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't, I don't care. Would it be nice if we had that million dollar sponsorship? Hell yeah. <laughs> it's yep. so much simpler. But that's not that's not why we do it. And I'm if if it was about money, I would not have been with D V all these years sitting on my ass doing this for free. Yeah. I get it. I do. I I every every couple of podcasts or live streams, I mean, I will tell the viewing audience, I say, I know this is gonna sound stupid and cliche, but I promise you you guys mean more to me than I ever will to you. I know you guys come in here. Oh, it's so nice mm-hmm. to hear you and listen to you and like-minded. And there's a person and I could just forget everything for a few. I get that there's some benefit you're getting, but I want you guys to know that I probably need you guys more than you need me. I I'm, I'm very selfish with you guys that I, I love talking to you. I love listening to you guys. And they're like, no, 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 no. You, you, you're the guy. You're the man. We, we're all following you. And I'm like, yeah, you're not. I'm telling you, this is, yep. you know, my paycheck, like you said, comes from the interaction comes mm-hmm. that I can sit down. And when I raise a drink in the comment section, everybody's showing pictures of, of whiskey glasses and beers that they're, they're, they're raising their glass at the same time. Right. Virtually as much as you can, but it's the feeling that I'm, I'm, that I'm getting so much from them. And I, I don't know how to describe it to them. I'm like, how, how do I describe what I'm getting for you from you guys? And they're all like, we're not doing anything but sitting here listening. And I'm like, no, it's more than that. And it, I don't think I could ever express my gratitude to the people that show up to our live streams. I don't think I ever could. I tried, but I don't think I could find the words. You're right. 
You're exactly right. And I, I feel bad. And, and, and these guys will tell you, I feel bad that we can't give more to our listeners. And I'll tell them, I'm, I feel terrible. We can't give you whatever, whatever it might be that we've been talking about during that show because you've given so much to us. And just like you said, they don't get it. They really, yeah. they, they don't understand how much, how therapeutic it really is for us in the same ways it is for them, if not more. Cause I'm going to tell you, I, I went down that dark path a few years ago when I got diagnosed with the Crohn's and basically had my life yanked out from under me overnight. And if I wasn't doing this, I, I can't say I wouldn't be here, but at the same time, I can't say I would be here because this is given that purpose, if you will. Right. And that's, that's another thing that we, we take seriously the 22 a day and, and nonprofits objective zero who nobody else back them back in what was it eight sixteen seventeen i think it was 2017 early 17 yeah and uh they're an app uh that veterans can use or or active uh active duty service members can use and be anonymous and talk about if if they're having mental problems or just need to talk or whatever and nobody wanted to back them and me and dv6 had sat down with uh it was chris mercado and um we were like, yes, 100%. Like, you don't need to say anymore. We'll, we'll back you. And they have come so far. And it's not just them. It's Dog Tech Brewing, uh, K-Bar Soap, Southern Vet Chet, Sweets. you backed me. JJ, <laughs> Sergeant Wardog, <laughs> uh, fucking. Motors, where I won yep. a free car giveaway. Right. And I mean, it, it's, it's a lot over the years. I can't remember everybody that we've either backed or supported it's because like you said earlier we're we're part of the same uh uh misfit family and and we are selfish in the fact that it makes us feel good as much as they think they feel good for being here and us doing whatever we're doing right i wish there was a way to express to to people that think that we're all of you guys and me that we're all giving, giving, giving. I wish there was a way to show them a glimpse of how much we appreciate what they give back to us. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know that there's a way to do that. I don't think you could ever make someone understand that. And I, yeah. and I get it. I'm not, I'm not mad about it, but I just, it'd be nice for someone to feel good on their end that they're, that they're the ones contributing, that they're the ones giving. It'd be nice for them to be able to recognize that about themselves. Get up, go, yeah, I guess it does count that I show up. It does count that I list. Yes, it really does. Mm -hmm. It absolutely does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. means the world. There's there's not a giveaway or a shout-out or a sit-down dinner or a a meet-and-greet big enough and meaningful enough. There really isn't. You you can. You know, (laughs) Our first meet and greet was in a uh, in a parking lot in in L.A. at a Tommy's Chili Dogs, which is a, a a locals place, but very famous. And we drove down there, and nobody showed up. <laughs> not, not but you had great chili dogs. First, we had great chili dogs that day. Not one person showed up. <laughs> I got a picture of the kids standing in the parking lot with like. 30 t-shirts on each arm just with a sad face. And I came back and posted. I said, hey, fuckers, thanks for showing up. <laughs> Nobody was there. That was our first meet and greet. <laughs> yeah, they, they want us to do one. And I'm like, I don't do public 
shit. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I don't, I don't like, I don't do pictures. I, the last picture I took, I'm not even joking. First picture I've taken in a while. Uh, we had a Polaroid when I was little and my mom had to get rid of it for some reason. She may have needed money or whatever. And we haven't had one since. And that's where the nostalgia factor in the family over here. <laughs> so yeah. I found a couple and they were not cheap. I'll tell you that. <laughs> let, let me start. Let me preface it with that. And, uh, I ordered two and I said, whichever color you want, you can have it. And they showed up. I took a picture of her with the first one on the first day it came. And the second day, the other one came. And we had our selfie Polaroid. It was me and her. That's the first picture I've taken of us with me in it in quite a while, like years. I'm not, I just not that guy, man. <laughs> We've got a big one coming up in Las Vegas. Uh, we're going to be there like four or five days and. We've been planning it for six months, and now it's grown to a pretty big, pretty good number of people are going to show up. Um, just get it. We just picked the Red Rock Casino, just picked an evening to hang out with people. We did one before, probably got 20 or 30 people, but we did it kind of on a spur of the moment. This time we planned it. I'm, and again, I'm being selfish. I tell people, if you show up, please let me take a picture with you. Mm-hmm. I would like to know who you are, and so I know your name, your screen name. When you, I, Please, if you would allow me, I'd like to take a picture on my camera. I'm not giving it to you. I want want the picture. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that all the people that show up, give me the time to do that. I'll, I'll stay as long as I can talking to everybody, just trying to say thank you. And that's a, that's a big thing, but I hope, I hope it works out. But you know, that raises a question. What we were talking about earlier, uh, when you had mentioned like guys like uh, Steven Crowder and those guys getting protested, I mean, you're, you're step, you're, you're growing, you're, it's getting bigger and there are people, I mean, I've seen comments and, and attacks. I mean, there are people who, who just flat out can't understand what we understand is common sense and want to be angry about it. Are you concerned that that might be an issue in a big venue like that? Enough to where um, that a couple of, of the fans, the followers, um, they're part of legitimate security details. And they're going to be there. There's going to be a couple of people with shirts on, um, you know, saying their security. And there's going to be a bunch that don't. And everyone's just going to keep an eye on the perimeter of where I am and just making sure. Because I'm going to be watching, too. I'm not. I'm just yeah. that's part of my Generation X upbringing is I'm always paranoid that someone's yeah. behind me. Yeah. Stuff that I'll just put my back against the wall. It'll be <laughs> just fine. Stuff like that. So I think it should be OK. I'm not going to lose any sleep over. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a little bit cautious, taking a few precautions. Well, I'll, I'll give you a little, uh, I guess, encouragement. Uh, I just did an event at Norse Forged in Salisbury, North Carolina on Saturday. And uh, it was more than 200 people, internet people, coming together to drink and eat and play D&D and just hang out and have fun. And 200 people, free alcohol, free food, zero problems zero issues so to encourage you i would say i mean if any if any kind of a thing had the the opportunity to get just go stupid that did and it was actually probably the most fun i've had in years so i haven't seen anybody seeking out problems like that like you say if when we're talking about louder with credit goes onto a campus people are there and you've come to their home and they're going to come at you Something like what you said, you'd have to really want to drive all the way out there to cause a problem. 
You know, in Vegas, people are there having a good time. People are not there to 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 strike a political pose. So I don't think that anybody's going to drive across town just to go in. I mean, if you know, if I had gone onto the campus at UNLV or something and started some shit, yeah, maybe because now you've come to where they already are and you're you're at where they go to school. Maybe I'm I'm aligning myself with your thoughts and how you did that. How the event you went to is mine's going to be more more of the same. So I'm hoping yeah, it goes good, like yours. Yeah, just people coming to be. Well, it wasn't my event, but I was able to attend, and it was just the, the thought was in the back of our mind. Salisbury has uh, four, five, four or five colleges in it in the town, and you know the thought was it, there's always the possibility of protests, and you know, sure. and the thought was in the back of our minds that you know there could be an issue. Now we're talking about a place that's full of veterans and Norse pagans. You don't want to start trouble with that crowd and swords. You don't want to start trouble with that crowd. You're not going to win. Just so you guys know, we're heading your way. We're taking 10 days. We're going up the uh, – it's next um, next October. Um, we are heading up the East Coast for probably 10 or 12 days. And literally, we have one event we have to go to. It's a wedding we're attending um, at a certain time. But the days before and the days after – Pretty much, we've said anybody who wants us to stop by and shake your hand, have a have a beer, have a burger, we'll stop. You don't have to have twenty people there. You can have one person there. If I'm here's my course, and if someone says, "Well, I live on that road, stop by my house," I'm going to knock on your door. Mm-hmm. So people have been emailing. Now we're starting to get a structure of taking some time. And if we need more time, we can take more time. But we're gonna uh, the East Coast trip is gonna we're gonna drive up the east coast and just see as many people that want to want to say hello so That's we'll be in your neck drive. of the woods and crash right, a party right and, and uh cause some problems you just gotta tell me where to where to go yeah. we just well, might throw a party for you well if, 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 if you want to see andy griffith's old home you, you can stop by here we can we can make yeah, a wood seriously i mean if you do mayberry is a real place I would absolutely stop there, and without a doubt, no, you couldn't keep me away. I didn't know that was a real place, or it was you it's know anywhere Mount, near where we were going. You couldn't stop me. It's called Mount Airy, North Carolina. Hmm. His house oh, is yeah. yellow, and it's a bed and breakfast now. And I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna write that down. I just I got to. It's a you know, shitty ass saying, tourist town. <laughs> I'm not stopping at every ball of the. I'm not stopping at every ball of string that's on the yeah. side of the road. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to do some of that touristy stuff. That's, that's why yeah. it's out there. I want to go see it. Yeah. it's. I'm not going to say it's a place to live because it's not. Lived there a little while while I was growing <laughs> up. That's why I live at the foot of a mountain now, <laughs> 30 minutes away. But, yeah, it's for if you've never been there and, and you're a fan of Andy Griffith and, and all that, yeah, it's – you you'll love some of the stuff that's there. Um, we actually well, one I just of the want to see it, you know. Yeah, just, yeah. Just want I, to check it out. I mean, if someone goes to the trouble, if you got if Andy Griffith's town and that stuff, that's the thing that I remember geez. very well. If someone went to the trouble to make it a tourist attraction, if mm-hmm. someone went to the trouble of dressing it all up and charge you five bucks to go see something, 
I, I want to go see it. I mean, I felt the same way when I was dragging my wife and kids off to the Grand Canyon. I said, look, somebody took time to dig this hole. We should stop by and see it. I made him go. I, I mean, I'm very American when it comes to those type of things. Well, you can even think, I think, I think with inflation, it's like $75 a ride now, but they've got the old police car where you can tour the city in that now. So, you know, I never did like Andy Griffith. So fuck it. I ain't <laughs> Finally, another that doesn't like Andy. <laughs> Finally. Hey, Bo. Yes, sir. Do you mind if I explain to the general our latest campaigns on uh, the psych ward gang and I synced him? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> hey, Tony actually bought a shirt that night, by the way. <laughs> right on, right on. Okay, general. We're gonna yes, just, real quick, I'm going to go with lights out. Now, we call the I Symptoms campaign, you know, the this is this is like the non-racial way of me joking that in the dark you can only see my teeth and my eyes. All right. That's yeah, why but I my deck's them. still bigger than yours. That's that's our I Symptom concept. All right. And then um we're very big on um all mental health issues with veterans here. Um uh, primarily PTSD as everyone knows, but um I personally, uh, I'm a Marine, uh, rifleman. I served three tours in Iraq, uh, and somehow, some way, I ended up in the nut house, the loony bin, <laughs> the psych ward about five different times. All right. Now I'm not, well, I'm now because of the psych ward gang and the fact that we acknowledge it now, uh, I'm no longer ashamed of that. And, uh, you know, we have other veterans now that are, you know, coming to grips with things as far as not being ashamed of issues or uh, our post-war or post-service type of issues. So uh, my little joking way of always, uh, you know, referring to anything mental health related is um, to talk about the psych ward game. I mean, that's what... It's just a little concept we came up with uh, here. I want to say within the last... Six months or so. Yeah. That, uh, you know, we just kind of started it and and have been running with it. And um, so you know, we we talk, we uh, identify with that. I don't know group title, and then at the same time, um, at the same time that we uh, acknowledge the military uh, community and in terms of uh, representing them, uh, representing mental health in the uh in the military community. We also stress things like um, the fact that, uh, I don't know if you know, uh, now you can uh, dial the digits 988 for uh, a mental health crisis. Um, You know, just stuff stuff like that, that uh, we come across that we know will help others deal with the, you know, similar battles that we deal with day to day. So I just really wanted to uh, explain the concept to you of uh, the psych ward gang, why you hear me calling it out all the time (laughs) or uh, 
I won't make up my own definition now. Now I got it. <laughs> well, if you hadn't explained it, let's face it, the first thing he says is, you know, he was in a in a psychiatric uh, ward five different times. Now, before he explained what that was, my mind was thinking, well, good food, good service. You go back as often as you can. Then I got it. Now I understand. He, he went back for that zombie cocktail. That's what he went back for. Oh, yeah. Got to get them VA drugs. Yeah, actually, that's a big part of it also, General. I like to explain my unsuccessful five attempts on escaping and using my marine training. Yeah. I've never had the chance to use any good marine training to break out when I really needed to. Damn it, man. You have five unsuccessful attempts at escaping. Well, you're not very good at that, are you? It's because you he was are smiling the whole time so we could see him. They could see him. They got him. He was out in the dark looking for him. And they told the joke, he smiled, and they said, There he is. <laughs> I knew he glue in the dark. I'll tell you, bro, you got to grow some hair back, though. That head's mighty shiny there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got the shine going on. Bro. I might have to add a glare to that design. Right. So, General, how do you feel about us asking you one political question that happened today? Yeah, go ahead. I don't know that I know the answer. I haven't seen anything that happened today, but trust me, you'll go off. Yeah, Um, (laughs) you'll go off. We we won't dive into it ourselves on this show, but we would like to get your thoughts if you have any thoughts. And wait a second, I got to answer, but you guys don't have to. <laughs> I, guys I, I didn't say that. I didn't listen to a Saturday is like, night. Is it like a secret hey. room where you guys were all hey. talking on mute, going, "This fucker's dumb." He's like, "Hey, Mikey, he's a serial killer." Hey, Mikey, he's a Bro, I'm out here on the West Coast with you. I'm up here in Alaska, so I ain't out there with those East Coasters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, something's going on. It's like, hey, we'll see if he'll answer it. I we don't have to, but he's dumb enough. I dance monkey dance. I, I didn't dance monkey dance. Fat man right, in a little cup. I'm um, ready. I didn't say we wouldn't answer. I said we wouldn't go in depth, but we do want your side <laughs> of the Brittany Grinner uh, exchange. Yeah, are they doing that now? Is that a that is that a done deal? That's a, a deal. done deal. Really. I didn't even yep. know. As of today. Um, I, As of this morning. You know, the only thing that came to mind, and I, I think I stole this from somebody else. I probably picked this up off a meme someplace. I, I steal and plagiarize everything. I haven't had an original <laughs> thought in my head since 1973, just to be clear. <laughs> but um, I remember thinking, and I think about it right now when you when you brought that up, it's like, if if I was over there, would she be losing sleep over me? Yeah. Not for one fucking second, but I'm supposed to be thinking about it, worrying about it, contemplating it every day, you know, under the circumstance. I, I just, I tried to remove myself from that one as much as I could. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I just, I, it, there's so many more things to be worried about. If that's a bad situation and it's an unfair situation and there's something I don't know about that, that would unwind the deal. Fine. But I'm telling you that there's, there's so many, there's, there's military people that are in places that we need to get them home from. Yeah. But way before this person, I mean, mm-hmm. way before then, there's people that have done um, us favors in the in countries that we've left behind that are nationalists of their country, like in Afghanistan. Let's worry about them. What about those people that are that are completely 100% loyal to our country? And I guarantee you when this woman gets home in six months, she'll be bad-mouthing America again. 
Yeah. So yep. that, I don't know. I'm just they, you. You got to help me remove myself from that a little bit. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> no, you're, I, you're, you're you're dead on, man. One hundred percent. You you really are. Uh, you yeah. said exactly what any of us would have said or have said or are thinking. Um, I think uh, the big one that's been brought up is uh, Paul Whelan. Uh, Am I saying that right? The Marine. Mm-hmm. The Marine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's a Marine in custody in Russia. That didn't kneel for the fucking national anthem, you know? Yeah. And I mean, why not just spit in service? Med- well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this current administration is spitting our eyes every way they can. And, and so. I think what you boys go ahead. I, I think what everybody's really latching on to is his family is saying this is, they're publicly stating that this is great. And, 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 and it's good that she's coming home and the president made the right decision. I see that as, well, my son's still over there. And if I say one bad thing publicly, you're going to fuck him over. Yeah. Yep. Even well, worse. Absolutely. They already have. Yeah. So and, are you guys okay? Because my family's just about to yep. walk in the door. And uh, I didn't know whether you guys wanted to wrap this up or whether we were still going. Because it's going to get noisy now, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, that's not unusual around here at all. I got that's a house good. full of dogs who love to bark right in the middle of something. That's the honest. only benefit you're going to get is I'm going to drag my wife over here and make her stick her face right about here and say hello. <laughs> that, that's honestly all up to you. Uh, we, we were going to go until four, but if you need to get on out of here, that's completely fine. Let me, let me just hang on with you guys just long enough to get her to say hello. And then I okay. should go. I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to be putting myself behind on some other stuff, but <laughs> completely if you guys want to do this again, all you got to do is <clears throat> apparently schedule it with my wife. And I'll do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I got on our radio email and got everybody in on it. I was like, look, <laughs> we got to move this from my personal account to the business. <laughs> you, know what she, you know what she did this morning? She goes, did you get the Zoom link? And I went, what? She goes, I told you about the deal. I said, no. She goes, open up your mail, scroll down through the inbox, click on that one, <laughs> scroll down on the email, see the link. I said, yeah. She goes, okay, don't leave this page till I leave. And about 20 minutes later, you click it. And I went, okay. Then as she's walking out, she goes, here's your shirt. Here's your hat. You look like an idiot. I went, all right. So I did my shirt, changed my hat, and just sat here hovering over the link until it was the time that she told me to press it. And if I don't do it right, my wife will come unfucking glued and tell me. She won't do it in public. Oh, no, 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 no. To you guys, she'll be wonderful and nice and beautiful and charming. And as soon as the lights go off, she can have a rolling pin in her hand going, you cross me one more time. Oh, I did have one other question. I sent you guys a five-pound bag of Eubora Battlegrounds coffee, our blend. Did you get to taste that yet? I don't drink coffee, so I wouldn't. Have oh, okay. What? What okay. the fuck well, kind of Gen X are you? Jesus fuck fucking fuck. Christ! Yeah, Get out. start off with Jack Daniels in the morning and sip it all day long. Well, <laughs> I mean, my kind okay. of guy. That's my kind of general man. He saved himself. He saved himself. He saved himself. <laughs> That's the only thing you could have said to redeem yourself. So, is, well, okay. see, I'm very good at that. I did a little homework. Is there, Where are you? Is there anything you'd like to tell our listeners? Uh, you can mention the uh, all three the, of them the Vegas meetup or anything uh, that you have going on that uh, they might be able to attend or tune into or anything of that nature. If there's, if they have any interest in what we do, it's real simple. You do the kids got a good website, genxtalks.com. It's fun. It's got pictures and clickable stuff. If you're interested in anything, whether it's a podcast or YouTube or Facebook or events that we're doing, 
Um, he's got a little calendar there. He updates it every couple of days. But GenXTalks.com, just if you go to that, there's links to everything that you could be interested and in, poke around. There's like 200 and some pictures of us up there in different stages with our family showing stuff. It just it's a it's a pretty friendly little site to go to, um, and, it, and it, it gets you anywhere you want to go. So that that's about all I'd say. And you guys have a movie night on Mondays too, right? Yeah, and Discord server. I didn't know what a Discord server was. And I was like, no. she's like, yeah, we need a Discord server. I go, fuck no. He goes, no, we need, we need to tell you. I, said, I don't care. He goes, dad, it's chat rooms. And I'm like, okay, now I know what a chat room is. I was right. around in 2000. <laughs> and he says, look, Discord server, it's our server. And it's just a bunch of chat rooms. They're all by name. And it's, you know, you want to talk about guns and knives, you go here. Politics is here. He goes, and that way we only get people in the rooms talking about, you know, the stuff that they want to talk about. And I said, all right, we could do that. Well, one of them turned out to be, um, it's called the movie couch room and there's nobody in it ever except for Monday nights and they show eighties and nineties movies and we all watch it together. You know, nice. you, nobody's talking and you just go in there. You can see everybody's name who's in there and there's a little chat box going on and that's, it. it's a movie night once a week on Mondays and it's fun to go there. Sometimes there's five people in there and sometimes there's 50, just some people just play the movie in the background just to know they're, 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 they're listening and watching at the same time. All right. right. Now, I remember all of the wonderful, kind, beautiful, loving things I said about my wife today during this program. Um, she's now here. So you want to stick your face in here and say hello to the guys? See? This is who you're communicating uh, with during all those times, all the emails and stuff. It's all her. I want you guys to know that I run my house with an iron fist, and uh, I find the rule of thumb applies here. So, uh, no, no, you're under hers. <laughs> Isn't that right, honey? Don't I don't I run things? <laughs> anyway, so that's her. That's Gen X mom. That's the one you've been. That's Mary talking to her. Thank nice you. you. <laughs> um, if you nice ever... save. <laughs> if you ever want any of us to come on and and be with you one of your streams, please let us know. My video is is crappy at best because I've got uh, dial up uh, apparently, and that's why my video is not on. Today. He has to go out back of the outhouse and wind his uh, Wi-Fi router. Yeah, okay. yeah. Wait, how old is everybody in here? Just so I know, I'm the youngest. I'll say I'm that I'm the oldest. I'm fifty. All right. And I'm 54. So what, what, the youngest means what? You're like over 30, 30? under 40. Oh, oh come on, Bo, you pussy. <laughs> 38. <laughs> I'm 38. All right. Well, for you young kids in the audience, if you <laughs> having trouble with your internet, I have some AOL dial-up free modem discs I can send you. Yeah, yeah. 100 hours of free AOL if you sign up today. Ship those straight to Bo. Uh, he needs them. <laughs> I used those as frisbees at one time. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? Remember is you, decorating a skating rink with those. <laughs> yeah, you remember yep. they just gave them away everywhere. You were at Home yes. Depot, you got one in your bag. You're at a grocery store, got one in your bag. You filled up at a gas station, you got a free disc. And at the time, I was pumping gas one day thinking, how many times in my life do, does my kids come up and go, Dad, do you have one of these? These are worth money now. And I'm like, they used to give those away. Nobody has those. <laughs> and at the time, I was smart enough to go, you know what? I'm going to start collecting these AOL discs, unopened, sealed. I'm going to have every one of them. And one day, I'm going to be the only guy on the planet who has the complete set 
of AOL discs that they used to <laughs> give away and throw them in the trash, and I've got them all because that's how that shit works. Yep. Something they used to give away is now super valuable. Back in our day, it was like, those were everywhere. Who would want those? <laughs> Dad, now they're all gone and they're rare. So I saved up all those. They're not worth a goddamn wooden nickel. <laughs> My one great idea in life that I was going to sleep on, that I was going to retire on, and now I just got to stack these fucking things and nobody gives a shit. I mean, they're unpopular. They, I get laughed at for it. I'm like, no, no, that's how this shit works. I just, I just picked the wrong thing. What's sad, what's sad is a blank CD from then is worth more than that AOL disc. <laughs> I was on Twitter this morning and there was a tweet of uh, somebody was, was showed a picture of the prizes for a video game competition in, in uh, uh, 2012 or 2014 or, tw- you know, wow. was, you know, about 10 years ago. And the prizes were like 500 for first, 300 for second, 200 for third, and then fourth through 15th got 15 Bitcoins. Oh, wow. Which is like more than $300,000 now. And they were just giving that shit away at video game contests. Wow. General. Leave it to me to pick the wrong thing. (laughs) General, thank you for coming on today. I know you're busy. Um, anything, Word Dog, JJ, Oink, really quick. Just uh, really glad to have you on, General. It's been a great nah, time. Appreciate you, you guys like having me. I really do. Thank you. you great to meet like you. kind of guy, whiskey drinking and all. Yep. <laughs> would you Would you run down where people can find you beside oh, the website? Uh, um, the the TikTok, YouTube, two pages on Facebook. They make you if you're going to have a business page on Facebook, they make you have a personal. So now you got two places to maintain. Um, Instagram, and then uh, that's that's about it. Then podcast is now going up everywhere. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh, we're getting dialed in with Amazon, so it can we can upload to each one of those. So um, it's kind of everywhere you turn around, we're there. If you're looking for us, just Google Gen X Talks, and whatever you're looking for, we might come up. You never know. Awesome, Mike. What about you, brother? No, I like I, just to piggyback off of it, everybody's already said. You know, thanks for coming on. It was a blast, and uh, you know. Yeah, piggyback. Yeah, I was Go ahead. Just slap that shit up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> just to piggyback off of what most said. what the commander said. Yeah, <laughs> dicks. This this is my daily life. These fights right here. Well, General, thank you for coming on. It was great to meet you. Finally, um, absolutely, definitely. I can't wait to do Appreciate this again in, in the future. Set it up to my wife. If she tells me I'll show up, I will. I'll be there. <laughs> yes, sir. We will do that. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. We hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks again. We'll see you guys. Later. So that was the general from Gen X Talks, genxtalks.com. Basically, everything is on that website. Find out more about them and what they do. Um yeah, that was great. <laughs> hey, thanks for turning your uh, thanks for turning your camera off there, War Dog. I was blinded there for a while. Mesmerizing. Um, so Between the teeth and the dome, man. <laughs> yeah, you lucky I didn't have my grill in. Damn it! Oh, right. <laughs> them platinums. You still out there? <laughs> them platinums. You got them platinums yeah. over there. I'll see them. I'll see them. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to mention that's my like post-divorce new personality. I love it. <laughs> Once in a while, I tap in. I love it. 
Hey, Mayhem Mag44, who's in chat, and the other three listeners that I don't know who you are. Because <laughs> you're not in fucking chat on dbradio.net. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Yes. In Deutschland. In Deutschland. Uh, well, I said, you know, the other three. Yeah. That's cool. We got somebody at fucking Rammstein or somewhere like, what are these retards doing? I wonder where, <laughs> let me zoom in on this right quick. Uh, it's outside of Castle. Wow. There's an Ikea Castle? Well, of course there is. It's fucking Germany. Expat? Say again? There's not a base near there. Is, is it an expat? Or do we have a German citizen who's a listener? If we do, thank you for joining us. <laughs> That's cool as shit. Fuck. I love it. <laughs> um, they have been listening for quite a while. I do know that. <laughs> Those poor folks. We're so sorry. No, we're not. Fuck you. <laughs> um, also, also, if you're listening to this on podcast uh, and you missed this live show that was a pop-up, uh, we thoughts about it in the dv radio newsletter if you're not signed up please do sign up you can go to dvradio.net and the newsletter sign up is at the bottom and it's on the front page um yeah do you guys want to do a show saturday now or just say fuck it hell yeah no fuck it dude i missed you guys i've been working my ass off and i have missed you motherfuckers right or saturday's on of course hell yeah yeah um i do uh I do. My wanna... weekend starts right now, guys. So I'm getting fucked up. No, I'm just kidding. Silver <laughs> <laughs> alert! I, I do want to thank you guys for coming on today because we haven't done one in the daytime in a long time, and I want to thank the listeners <clears throat> that are able to listen to us live. Uh, thank you for listening to us live during the day. It, like I said, it's, it's been a long time. It's between scheduling and us being sick and deaths and personal other stuff that's been going on. And well, we, we've just not been able to do it. Uh, hopefully we can, we can get other things, uh, going soon. I did mention, uh, we are working on the DB radio app and I still need six to answer the fucking phone for Apple. God damn it. Um, <laughs> Goddamn spam callers. That or who's calling me from San Francisco? <laughs> that or I might just put out a post and say, Would you rather have DB radio all app on Android or iOS? And if there's more Android, I'll say fuck iOS and you can just be SOL. Um But uh no, seriously, uh thanks everybody for coming on. I wanna again thank the general for uh allowing us to ruin his day. Um <laughs> When he got in here, it was about five to the hour. He goes, so the D in DV literally means dysfunctional. And we're like, it's, fuck yeah, motherfucker. Him learn quick. Yes, yes. It, we, had, that real good. we weren't even 30 seconds into meeting each other. D actually is dysfunctional. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's who we are. They released us out of the asylum and they fucked up. Um, I broke out of the psych ward. <laughs> oh my god, six is probably lost somewhere in Vermont. Uh, who the fuck the knows? In Vermont, it's a VA day today. <laughs> oh shit! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Because they got their shipment this morning, so he headed out this morning. I think. Um, actually, I think he went live right before he done it. So, um, anything you guys can think of that we need to get out. Uh, before we end the show 
fucking, you guys got a seven days to make Christmas orders from multiwoodturning.com or contact me if there's something not listed. I'm behind on putting shit up on the, on the webpage, but um, you got a week. And if you order something after the 15th, I can't guarantee that you'll see it until January or March, like what happened with Bo. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. The closest guy that lives to him takes him three right. months. What the fuck? He actually, he was a few days from coming up to my house when it showed up. I was close to bring. Yeah. I was literally going to bring another pen up there. Cause I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I can yeah. drive it there faster. Yeah. 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 So if you do want anything or if you want custom work, I have a backlog of nice shit that's, I posted a bunch of pictures on my Facebook page. If you want custom orders, like if you want custom pens, you better order them by this weekend because I have to order the planks and the pieces, the, the kits, and they have to get to me. Then I have to make them. Then I got to ship them. Um, but if you want bowls or little wooden boxes and things like that, I have a bunch on hand and um, I'm going to be reorganizing my shop and uh, reorganizing my website and try and be a little bit more uh, product forward, find it faster kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, midwinter is going to be fun because I'm going to tear my shop to fucking pieces and stack it back together again. <laughs> uh, word of. Hey, thanks to uh, Dr. Mayhem, one of our most uh, faithful and loyal listeners. I have now remembered my post-war purpose which I lost for several months now in terms of uh, trying to do Sergeant War Dog TV or the War Dog Trail podcast. But as I said, thanks to uh, Dr. Mayhem, be on the lookout for new content coming from now motivated Sergeant War Dog TV. That little, like the general said, that little bit, that little bit of feedback, man. Yep. That's what feeds us. Right on. 110%. One hundred and ten percent. Oink. Ah, uh, no. Mayhem already mentioned it in chat, especially during the holidays. Uh, there are a lot of folks that are feeling down and blue and just need to talk. And if you do, head over to objectivezero.org, check them out, uh, download those free uh, apps for your devices, and uh, there's always a brother and sister willing to talk to you at all times. And don't forget, you no longer have to remember that long one eight hundred number. It is now nine eight eight. Let everybody know that. So if you start seeing those posts in, you know, Facebook about, you know, can I get five shares of the 1-800, go ahead and correct them. Go ahead and, you know, be gentle about it. Be polite. Be courteous and everything else. Just let them know, hey, it's now shortened to 988. You never know. Yes. Yep. 100%, 110%, 1,000%. Don't forget, uh, we've got the DV against DV merch. We really want to help change Unchained. Uh, so if you can uh, purchase one or two things or get them as gifts, that would be great. Uh, all of those proceeds goes to Change Unchained. Um, we are going to be removing the entire rocket line. Uh, that's all the nostalgic uh, rock-inspired, music genre-inspired uh, designs that we have up on the DV Radio Store. So if you want one of those, get what you need or won't uh, before it goes. That's December 31st is the last day that you can order any of those. And then those will be replaced with brand new things. Um, I will tell you that we have bumper stickers coming next year um, uh, that will be available in the store. Uh, we have uh, a few lines. Uh, we have some funny stuff. We have some serious stuff. Um, so, yeah. Oh, 
I need my uh, the VA giving veterans a second chance to die for their country since 1930 bumper sticker. Finally, just gave up the ghost. Can we do those again? I can't because oh man, that, that's, a, that's a DV6 <laughs> thing. That's a Damn it. Get on the ball. We need that bumper sticker back. Uh, no promises. We'll ever have bumper stickers for DB stuff, but you can get your shirts and all that over there. Um, uh, can also, I have one last thing? Yes. Uh, oh, just for, to, for all veterans, keep your uh, heads up. You know, we do have a COLA, uh, increase cost of living adjustment. Uh, so everyone be on the lookout for your new pay rate in January, because we do have, a raise of 8%. Salute. So we'll take a guess. <laughs> um, what else was I going to say? Uh, oh, the backpacks for life. That's still going on. Uh, as soon as we get that money, even if it's after Christmas, um, we will get those backpacks and care packages. And like I said, we'll go, uh, we'll do like we normally do since I'm up to six and uh, oink and now out to uh, War Dog. And then we'll do our thing, uh, War Dog and Betsy. And uh, we'll do our thing here in North Carolina with those. Um, am I forgetting anything that any of you? No, Betsy has her fundraiser for Pampered Chef for DB Farm going on all month. That is right. That is right. All December, Pampered Chef through Betsy Ross. Uh, all the profits go to DB Farm. Uh, so if you need any new culinary things for your kitchen um utensils and all that stuff uh or you just need to get some guests or somebody that's a good way to do it uh i think that's it uh i'm burnt uh, i'm not used to doing this in the daytime uh, this is why i don't do interviews during the day i do them at night <laughs> and they're not live <laughs> they're always recorded um again thank you to the general uh and mary uh for putting that together apparently <laughs> I, I guess that wasn't him replying to us. Uh, damn it! Um, no, uh, it was fun. It, it was really fun. It, it was a, it was it was a good change of pace. I think it, it was yeah. something different. Um, so if you can go support them, Gen X Talks, GenXTalks.com. Uh, for the general who is out now, Oink JJ Wardog. I'm Boner Wood. You just heard Barracks Talk right here on WDVRDVRadio.net. Until this Saturday, fuck circles. Bye-bye. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Bye-bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>